0: Here we are together today, Anita.
1: Yes, welcome to this episode of Widow Sodes.
0: (laughs) One of the Widow Sodes. So, Anita, I know you have a special topic you'd like to talk about today.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but flying all over the internet right now is discussions about the new Sex and the City reboot, and um, spoiler alert... There is a death, a husband death, a spouse death in the show. And so people are talking about whether it's a good thing, it's a bad thing, if it's triggering, if it's going to be an accurate depiction of grief. And it just brought up for me, and I wanted
0: to talk about grief as it's portrayed in the media in general. Love it. I know I've seen those posts going around on social media, and I personally have not watched Sex in the City anyway, so I'm not familiar with all the characters But I do know there's a strong reaction on all accounts to the death stuff.
1: Yeah, some people are like, oh, I'm not going to watch it because it just brought back too many feelings for me. And some people are like, you know, I loved it and I'm happy that they were, yeah, like honest in the portrayal. But my question is, is this is how I feel. I feel like a lot of times in media, the portrayal is honest for this long. Because it can't be the entire storyline. And in all honesty, if her husband died, that would be the rest of the season, right? There would be nothing else. But I know for a fact that's not what it's going to be. And I've heard some people suppose that the whole reason that they did that is so she can get back into the dating scene and be doing the things that the first and the original did, where she's going on dates and finding people. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it's taken after that first that first episode
0: yeah i saw katie kirk who is an actual widow as we all know post about it and she loved it because she thought that it was a real representation of people in that age group what are are they like 50s now like early 50s or something i don't know sorry everybody yeah that's my guess so she had a reaction that was one from experience and then I've seen reactions of people that are not widows and they're just like, they ruined it. It's so sad and depressing. And, and they're grief civilians. And I, I look at those and I'm like, Oh, when you're, when you're a widow, you might understand, but it's like, I'm not going to go post on there. Like guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It's just an interesting, it's just an interesting like microcosm, you know, how people react to it in the media and also how they react to it in real life. Because again, The media wants it to be really short. It wants it to be a one or two episode arc. And then it might kind of play a part in the later episodes, but it's definitely not the entire show's premise. And it would be in real life.
0: Yes, it's true. Or can you imagine if it was like, actually every episode was about that? Like maybe seven of the episodes might be the widow in bed crying. I
1: know. Nobody wants to watch that. But it also... um, we're also in the holiday season and what is super popular in the holiday season, but the, what Mel, you know, this firsthand
0: Hallmark movies.
1: Yes. The Hallmark movies are also all over the place. The Christmas in the castle and the, you know, all of the different Hallmark movies.
0: <laughs> I I know. And here's the thing. S- side note, because I've had a couple tragic dog deaths in the past few weeks and another family situation that's pretty harrowing. I haven't been able to watch my usual dark TV shows and so I've started watching them. They make me feel better just cuz they're so ridiculous. So yeah, I think they
1: make other people feel better too. They want to see the happy ending and it's like just mindless TV just to make you feel better to give you that dopamine and it doesn't have to be real life and that definitely has has a part in you know in our Viewing pleasure; it's not like it needs to go away, but it's so often that they have somebody who has sustained loss, who is the protagonist, or maybe not the protagonist, but the you know one of the characters in in those types of
0: shows. Yep, they're always lonely. They're always looking for love. It's always at the holiday season. There may or may not be a child in there. There's all sorts of hurt strings.
1: You found an interesting um, comment on a hallmark movie once and everybody in the hallmark movie does not respect boundaries they're pushing the widow into dating when she's not ready to date they're doing all of these things her kids are doing these things and it's like decorating her house when she doesn't want her house decorated like all of the things and they don't respect the widow or the widower's boundaries or what they
0: want in their life That's right. When we were preparing for Camp Widow, I was doing some research and I found a Reddit thread about Hallmark movies and widows, and it was spot on. And it was so funny because it was a real widow and she just was like, what in the world? And obviously when people are making movies for entertainment, it's all about money. You have networks that are going to be funding things and promoting things. And so people in those positions, want a clear-cut story. They like a beginning, a middle, and an end. There's a formula. So it's probably never going to reflect real life. But I know that at some point, we do have a couple of shows that are out there that are kind of similar to what the real experience is. But it's true. All of the stuff we deal with, no respecting of boundaries. <laughs> as soon as the person dies, they're like, when are you going to get married? You're so young. And then they're trying to set you up. So yeah, a lot of stuff that's kind of for widows.
1: Yeah. And in, and in general, it's like you said there, they want there to be the tragedy and the resolution. No show is popular when it doesn't have a resolution. Like those are just not shows that get renewed. I feel like there needs to be some sort of a resolution and the resolution in widowhood is repartnering remarriage. And there are a few shows that we've watched that we feel like do have more of an accurate depiction of grief, but I feel like they're few and far between. And some of the ones that are actually the topic is grief. Sometimes I watch them and I'm like, no,
0: you know, you have just sitcomed this and it's not really like that. Question. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's possible for a TV show to be popular with a grieving widow or widower? And they don't find love again.
1: I wish that there was a way for that to be popular. And maybe if there was resolution other than repartnering, yes. But I do think that it needs to have people are not willing to sit with four seasons of somebody still being sad all the time. It just doesn't have enough.
0: I don't know. I know it would have to be some really good and creative and and in-depth writing, I feel like, Um, and it would have to kind of go away from the death angle at some points because the person would just be on their own having different adventures. So, yeah, it, it would maybe wreck the story, but I think it would be great and Widows need a TV show like that
1: who writes TV shows, we are willing to give you our lives, our life rights. And you can write a really boring story about how I make ramen now for dinner every night of the week.
0: (laughs) I know actually who writes things and who's a widow, our friend, Melissa Gould. Hey, Melissa, that's true. We're listening to this. Come on.
1: And I wonder if it's been If it's been thought about, you know, and I know that there there is more expansion into, you know, it used to be you just had to have the hero and now there's kind of the anti-hero and there's the complicated, you know, more complicated characters. And I wonder if there is a way to push into that just ugliness and messiness of grief and portray it in a way that is more time realistic.
0: Melissa, you're on it. You're our, our screenwriter friend. It's up to you. So Anita, we know that every widow and widower is different and we know everybody has different tastes. Let's talk a little bit about what different preferences are for entertainment consumption. So we know that Mel likes
1: to watch true crime. She likes to watch all of the dark murders. Um, I, It's really interesting because even in the grief based TV shows, we'll find that different widows, it will resonate one show will resonate with them and then another person will say no that didn't resonate with me. At all, and it's like it's kind of confusing that we can all have the same experience, but different experiences within that same experience.
0: Yeah, it's true. I am really into the true crime genre and have been my entire life. I do have to say, though, that for about six months after Scott died, I wasn't able to watch any of that stuff. It's like my brain just had overload of shock and trauma. And I think I watched The Crown and just freak. (laughs) So stuff that was kind of true, some of it is true and, and fairly benign, I guess, But then I noticed after that kind of six month period, for me, I really could not watch any romantic comedies. Anything Um, where there was a happy ending with a person getting together with another person, I was like, that's not real. And I had really (laughs) strong reactions to it. Um, and, And so then I got back into my true crime kind of watching because I identified with pain. Not that my pain was as tragic and traumatic as a murder, but I was, I felt, I felt as a fellow griever that I could understand a portion of that, and that that was real to me. And then on the other hand, watching stuff like Shits Creek, it just was the best feel good and great writing and great storyline, and that was helpful for me. But yeah, I, I even had a hard time watching shows about widowhood for a while. So I think for for certain widows, whatever you're going through at the time, some of the things are triggering. For example, the show Dead to Me. Do you remember that one? Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't like it. I started watching it and I was okay the first part, but there were significant things going on relating to my my grieving story at the time. And the mm-hmm. fact that somebody was lying about their death story, I freaked out and I couldn't even watch like any TV for two months. So you never know what's going to set you off. Why didn't you like it? Uh, I can't even remember. I didn't like the intrigue nature
1: of it. I was like, when you introduce that into there and then say that it's like realistic, I just thought that it was almost manipulative. That's how I felt. So I only watched a few episodes and I was like, no, I, you know, this is like, I don't know, capitalizing off of her pain is kind of how I felt. Although I know a lot of people who are like, she depicted being in grief, realistically, like she looked like she was really grieving what's interesting is that you go into the pain. And when I watch TV or I watch movies, I am doing like true escapism. I want to watch something that has nothing. I mean, that is completely low stakes, that it's funny, that doesn't have any sort of, you know, it doesn't really matter what happens in the movie and not romantic comedies. I too don't want to watch that. Um, And even like Hallmark movies, I'm not watching Hallmark movies, but just like comedies and stuff is just stupid and I watch a lot of tattoo shows and like holiday baking specials and things like that so I know that we both love a glass blowing show I know those I love those competition shows the knife making show the glass blowing show the cake making shows like all of those I love those
0: Yeah. So it really just depends on you and your own journey and what you're going through at the time and the content that you're watching. So we know people that have really loved certain shows and other people that swear to stay away from it forever and ever and ever. So it's, it's a mixed bag.
1: So these are the shows that I know of that are grief that have grief related topics in them. And I'm curious to see if people vibed with them or if they didn't like them. So we talked about Dead to Me um, afterlife was one that I actually really liked because it was not the purpose of that show was not for him to move on to the next relationship. So I appreciated that, but I think it moved closer to that in the second season. Um, there's the unicorn, which was again, just about him dating. Um, so I was like, blah about that one. Sorry for your loss. I have not watched that one, but I need to, cause I've heard it's really, really, really good. This Is Us has some grief-related content, although it's not specific. The whole show isn't specific to a grief, a grief topic.
0: Yeah. So we would love to know what some of your favorite shows are or which ones you love to hate. <laughs> make sure you comment below. Yes. And go find yourself a Hallmark movie to make fun of this Christmas season. The one that I just watched that I ended up loving is called Single All the Way. It's about... <laughs> It's a it's a romantic comedy hallmark movie about two guys and they have an aunt in there that is like the crazy broadway aunt and the reason that I love this so much other than. What I just mentioned is that she acknowledged that Whitney Houston's version of joy to the world is the greatest version of all time and I tell my students that and everybody thinks i'm crazy until they listen to it, so I digress but that one's pretty good. (laughs) We'd like to know what you think, so comment below here or in the Widow Wives Club. And if you are not a member of the Widow Wives Club yet, it's on Facebook. So please find that and join. I'm Anita. I'm Mel. We're
1: two young widows wishing you a holiday viewing season. And we're also just trying to help you figure out, Widow.
0: We. Do. Now. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead. You might have kids, you might need another option and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month